Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hi guys, welcome back to the Rich Shields Golf Show podcast, episode 157. I'm your host, Rich Shields, I'm here with co-host Guy. Uh, how you doing, pal? Are you good? Yeah, good, thanks. Um, I had a bit of, bit of a, a fool of myself this weekend, trying to do a good deed. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> that shouldn't happen. If you're doing a good deed, no bad thing should happen. No. That's not what, how life works. No, I, um, I went to the driving range on the weekend. I went to Clark's Golf Centre, which is local to me. I, I'm a bit of a... An explorer these days, a bit of a traveller, a bit of a, of a wanderer. Because it used to always be Trafford Golf Centre, predictable. Now mixed up a little bit, a bit more spontaneous. A, a travelling <laughs> driving range practiser. Yes, and um, as you know, obviously... we <laughs> a very quick one. You get, you get a wheel at home with like four or five different driving ranges on. And before you leave, just spin the wheel. Where am I going to end up? <laughs> and um, I was going... And also done a bit of housework this weekend, cleaning up a few bits. And as you will know, you clearly know, you are supported by um, the best footwear brand in golf, bar none. Bar none. Echo. Echo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <Round> <laughs> cute. And they make great golf shoes. They do. And not only do they kit you out, they're very uh, nice to us and they kit us out here uh, behind the scenes as well. And I have got several of their shoes now, which is, is lovely. And there was one pair I've got at home that I've worn once, but they're just not fully my vibe. So I've got some others that are my vibe. And I've worn them once, and they were white, so they were a little bit dirty, but they were literally worn, worn once, so I thought, I'll give them away. It's, a little, I know it's only a pair of shoes, don't get me wrong, it's nothing too exciting, it's a second-hand pair of shoes, but worn once. So I went to the driving range, give them a bit of a clean-up, so they looked like they were literally brand new, again, they've only been worn once, so they almost are brand new. Went into the shop, I was like, I can just get 50 balls, oh yeah, no worries, and then one of the lads I know behind the till said, oh, random one for you, but I've got a pair of shoes here, they're they have been worn, but literally one size nine, echo, really good shoes. Does anyone want them? <laughs> can I trade them in? Yeah. Can you give me some cash for them? <laughs> Please, for 50 balls. I said, oh, so you can have them. I said, obviously for free, just everyone wants them. They're a size nine. And they all looked at me like I just said, can you give me a hundred quid now, cash for no reason? It was like I'd offended them. Wow. And they were like, um, uh, well, I'm, like, I'm a size eight, I can't have them. As if I was like, forced <laughs> No, no, I'm a size 11, I can't have them. 
So I looked, and there's there a bit of a queue at this point as well behind me. <laughs> and then the lad went, as I was saying this, he went... I can um, imagine you feeling dead awkward now as well. And at this point, he was trying to charge me for the balls. So, well, not trying to charge me for the balls. It was like he four was trying quid. To charge no, what, I mean, what I mean is he, he was giving me the tilt, the little thing that you put your card into or, to, or you can pay contactless. And because I was flapping, he gave me the card machine. My card wasn't inserted. I started trying to put my pin in <laughs> with no card in the machine. I was like sweating and shaking and fretting. I was like, oh, and he went, oh, you, I was like, oh sorry, so I got Apple Pay, I'm paid. And then in the end, I said, oh, you know, if any of the, the juniors that you give lessons to here want them or, you know, just, just take them. <laughs> I'm like, right, okay, we'll take them, thanks. And I really so felt like an idiot. If you were in that queue on Saturday, was it? Yes. And behind guy trying to give a pair of shoes, please phone in because we'd love to hear your view of this of this very awkward situation it got worse oh, no. <laughs> it got worse so i then went and hit my balls i was actually hitting it well which is perfect brilliant and um as i was walking out of the range i needed a wee okay okay and it was about ten fifty nine on sunday and as i was going to the toilet i realized that it was the um minute silence yes for remembrance sunday. sunday so i thought right i'll go for a wee and I'll, I'll come out and I'll make sure that I obviously stand and, and, and pay my respects because I could see people starting to kind of, not queue, but stand around this TV and there's a little cafe in the range and the lady behind there had stopped serving. She was kind of making a point and rightly so of, of, of spending that minute's uh, remembrance. So I went for a wee. I washed my hands, but to <laughs> avoid any extra noise or time, I didn't dry them. Okay. So I'm coming out of the toilet with a wet hand, but it was water. As I'm walking out the toilet... And also you didn't, you didn't want to be loud... No, exactly. Because like, if you use the hand dryer, it would have been loud, and you never know your your watch might have not be in sync with the world's watch, and suddenly you're now starting to spoil minute silence. Correct. So as I'm walking out the toilet with a wet right hand, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking out, and some fella as I'm walking out looks at me and goes, "Oh, you, you do videos with Rick Shields? I love the videos, mate." Puts his hand out to shake mine. Oh, my hand's wet. So I think this is awkward. But as he does this, the silence has started. <sighs> Right? At the ex literally the exact time. So I then didn't want to say, yeah, I do videos with Rick Shields. So I just kind of nodded, right? The woman behind the counter starts doing this, like a school teacher, shh, shh, shh. And kind of again, rightly so. So I just went to this mate, this fella, shh, like this as well. He went, sorry, mate, are you filming? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Like a school child with my fingers on my lips, trying to, I went, no, it's a minute silence. And he went, what? <laughs> and the woman at this point behind the till is really looking to see Oh, this. my God. Everyone stood there, like, hands by the sides watching the TV. It's obviously dead silent. I went, it's a minute silence. He went, oh, oh. And then he realises it was so awkward. Oh, my god. It was goodness. then. So I then tried to really obviously be in the moment. I feel, it, I feel, I'm getting, like, hot and red-faced for you. It was the longest minute you've ever seen <laughs> in your life. And eventually, obviously, the, the TV kind of signified that it was back to kind of, you know, not be the minute silence. And I then had a brief chat with him, but it was, um, I didn't have the nerve to say that wasn't on my hands, that was just water. Imagine if you'd said that just as the minute <laughs> silence was happening and all you could hear was you saying that. Yeah, it was um, not the best of range wow. sessions, that. Anyway, how was your weekend? It was bookended with badness, but the bit in the middle sounded good. Yes. The hitting balls. It was good, really good. Um, <clears throat> you might hear that I've got a slightly hoarse voice today. 
because Saturday night I went to Bongo's Bingo. Nice. It was the greatest night of my entire life. I knew you'd love it. Entire life. I want to go every week. A night out will never be the same again. If you've been Bongo's Bingo, you'll know what I mean, but it's it's just electrifying. <laughs> electrifying. But before that, I actually played golf. Yes, I've heard. Um, last week, I feel like I've made tiny steps to, to, the, to the, the right way. Okay. Um, <laughs> did quite a bit of practice. Yeah, I hit did. a lot of balls last week, a lot of balls, actually. And uh, you might have seen a little documentary vloggy thing that I did, and it went out on Friday. Unbelievable messages, people saying they love seeing that kind of behind the scenes and things like that. Other. So there'll be a bit more of that. I don't think we'll do loads of episodes because it flopped on views. But <laughs> you, I've got a bone to pick with you as well. I'll we come back to that in a minute. But now, yeah, right now. Okay, go on. Part of your video, good video, by the way. Showed your journey of practicing. People liked it. <laughs> what you also showed was our little mini long drive comp at JCB, right? We're both in a top tracer bay. <laughs> We're both in it quite well. I stand up though. What was my best hit? Like a measly 338. 338. My mum then calls me. Guy, I think I've been scammed. I was like, oh, for Christ's sake. O2 been on the phone offering me a new deal. But they want all my bank details. I said, you're not giving them, have you? No, 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 but I think it's a scam, right? So I'm on the phone to her for five minutes while I'm getting stressed about her getting scammed. I come back, you're like, yeah, I've hit enough balls now, I'm done, see you later. <laughs> so we went go putting. What I then find out when I watch the video back is that you carried on smashing them, really tried, really put loads of effort in, beat me by three yards and publicised it to the world. Nice. <laughs> the magic of YouTube, baby. <laughs> um, yeah, so hit loads of balls, um, played a tiny bit of golf, had a couple of golf lessons. I had another one since that, you, which you'll see next week's episode. Uh, big improvements. I played at May on Saturday. I shot level par, which I feel like I do a lot around May. Level par? Yeah. It wasn't like it was dead. It wasn't dead long or anything. But um, considering it was a new swing, I hit the golf ball very very nicely wow very nicely indeed well i felt very happy with my progress what did beasley shoot uh yeah, actually no he chopped it a bit did he yeah he shot like 66 or something, <laughs> something stupid. um so yeah no it was really good and then um yeah i feel i feel much more in control of my golf game i actually played with a lad called chris who's off plus three as well not that i'm off plus three but he's a very good golfer um and he also has lessons off dan and he kind of watches the videos, but has never played with me. Um, and he said, I'm a lot better than he expected me to be. <laughs> yeah. He said, I watched you at Belfry and thought, bloody hell, what the hell was that? Yeah. He said, but I looked at it again and gone, I don't know how he shot 89 or whatever. And um, I think it was quite nice impressing him. Yeah, that was the weirdest, weirdest <laughs> 89 I've ever seen in my life because you didn't... I striped off the tee. It was, it was just weird. It was a strange round of golf, but obviously, like you said, you're putting some grinding in, some grafting, some practice. How you... This is what baffles me, not that the one's right or one's wrong, and probably yours is definitely more right than mine is, but the way you have set about this little mini um, couple of weeks, it, I would hate it personally for example having lessons i'm not a huge fan of obviously golf lessons help you get better at golf and you as a pj pro a huge advocate of golf lessons but the reason i don't always like them is i think i think you're going to go to a lesson and suddenly hit it really well very rarely that's the case isn't it you have to put a lot of practice in usually things feel mad whether it be changing your grip your, your posture your alignment it feels very weird you've gone straight in which is i respect <laughs> i, I kind of can get that 
I didn't like how you went on the putting green at JCB with all these tools. <laughs> so most people go, right, I've not played very well at golf. I'll go to the putting green, I'll roll a few putts. Rick comes out with <laughs> a spirit level to start. I think massive spirit level. <laughs> Some mad like roller coaster device that you drop the ball down to make sure the putt's straight. A big piece of string. <laughs> a mirror. <laughs> a mirror. <laughs> Glasses. Um, yeah, yeah, I feel you're like quite I, like technical. Yeah, I feel like I go really in. When I, when if I'm playing and just trying to play, I try and be as least technical as I possibly can. But certainly when I feel like I need a fresh start and a reset, I feel like e- anything and everything helps. You know you are a Rob Potter. I can, imagine, what? I can imagine that's how he would practice. Oh, 100%. But you know what? I've really, really, really enjoyed practice this week. Like, I want to go to driving range today. Really? I'm going to find time to go to driving range today and hit, like, 120 balls. Do you think going forward, though, if you just hit more balls in general, we've said this before off camera, well, on the podcast, you don't hit as many balls as people probably think you do. If you could just keep that maybe once a week of a little nice session, do you think that would just keep you going more yeah. than having, like, time off and then having loads of lessons? And You know, in a weird way, because sometimes I don't massively like hitting balls. I feel like I need something to work on. Mm, that, yeah. Like, because when you've been going to the range loads at the moment you still have a few little technical yeah. things you've worked on it's little things and they're probably not fully correct but they feel like that the hell we had that lesson off barry didn't well, you? I did have barry, a off barry. And, he, and he tweaked a few things for me but um i think for me i because i've played golf since i was like seven i'm, I'm obviously I'm not great at golf but i can f- my, i can find a level of timing if i hit enough balls so now i've been going to range every week for like three or four months I'm finding some level of swing. I don't know how repeatable it is on the golf course. Obviously, that's not always the case. But yeah, I don't mind just hitting balls with little things. I, like you said, I wouldn't like to hit balls with no thought whatsoever. I think that's why Top Trace has been so good, mm. jokes aside, because there's always something to be yeah, looking at. Definitely. Yeah, I've, I've re- honestly really, really enjoyed practice. You know, I've enjoyed, I've, I've been taking a bit of stats from my golf as well, because uh, a lot of people in the last episode said, oh, but oh, Rick, what are you hitting full shots for? And, and they've got a point, but I feel like. For me, whenever I try and change anything in my swing, I feel like I've got to change it in the full action and that kind of filters down into the shorter shots. Um, but I actually, did, I've been doing some measurements recently um, using some kind of software to, to track my progress. And believe it or not, it's saying my putting is actually pretty good, <laughs> which I can't believe. Uh, but it's saying my shots between 25 yards and 100 yards is horrendous. Yep. But I actually think it's more... 25 yards to 75 yards. Well, I don't think I'm that bad at 90, 100. Because th- they're more full I, swings. Yeah, as soon as I get under 75 and it starts to get fiddly, that's why I really I think I'm horrendous. Yeah, and that's like you said, these these um, stats and stuff obviously can sometimes show you things that you didn't even realise you weren't that good on or, or things that you better than you thought you were. But I think what I always notice when we, we play golf, I think we have quite a similar trait that when we have a bad hole, it sounds obvious, but there's lots of shots that, compound to make mm. a hole bad so for example if you hit a drive that's not fully as good as you want, want it to be that's maybe a, a six out of ten drive but that's not brilliant then you might hit a six out of ten iron that just kind of just misses the green then you hit a six out of ten chip and then you have a ten foot putt for par which you miss and you blame the putt and i do it all the time I go, oh, i've missed that par putt. Yeah. It's like, yeah but you've missed a putt that's ten foot though what's the stats on that for a top or like, 50%, oh, it's like 50, or not even. i don't even think it's 50 so percent yeah so the chance of you holding it and um, you're more chance of you missing it than holding it because obviously i'm certainly not a tour pro but you have to work back and go, well, the chip wasn't great. Yeah. But why was the chip not great? Well, I put my bad iron shot there. I put my bad drive there. It's John, it sounds obvious, but it's just fixing everything a little is. bit, isn't it? it it's is. not one, but very rarely you're going to get one golfer who's got one part of the game that's terrible and exactly. every other part's perfect. Exactly. Unless, like you say, you've seen these stats and like 
every category your driving your approach shots your wedges were brilliant yet your putting was yeah. horrendous well then yeah it's, it's dead obvious but um yeah i'm enjoying it i'm really enjoying the progress however we've got a bloody lot of golf coming up in the next two weeks we have. i absolutely granted everybody listen i wanted to put the clubs away and never play golf on a golf course again for the rest of the year being forced out there. Shot level par on me, everything changed. <laughs> <laughs> so, now he's going for Q school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got over the next, I'm just counting down the diary, one, two, three, four, five, at least five rounds of golf in the next two weeks. Yes. All of them for videos, yes. all of them coming soon to a channel near you in <laughs> December. To our channel. When I say <laughs> yeah, to a channel, because that brings us on very nicely into the very... Very, very soft launch that we did on one day last week of a brand new channel. Breaking news, Rick Shields Golf has a third channel. So we've got the main channel, 2.4 million subscribers. We've got the podcast channel, which you may be watching on right now, 190,000 subscribers. I want more. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so we've set up, right, it's very interesting. Let me tell you the story. So... Over the period of time of doing YouTube, I think I'm probably best known for either being a golf coach, trying to break 75, doing vlogs or matches, but also a huge strand of the, of the business of making videos is club reviews. Yes. We've spoke about it a few times on the podcast over the last few months about club reviews. Are we going to do them? Are we not going to do them? This and the other. Because believe it or not, and I, I, well, I don't even know why I said that. Lots and lots of new golf clubs come out every single year. I don't believe it. <laughs> and I don't know I said that. lots and lots of new golf clubs come out every single year from all the different brands in all the diff different categories whether it's drivers irons hybrids woods whatever it is okay now at the moment on the main channel really we've just been focusing on the real headline products yes. so things like your tailor-made stealth driver the ping driver um real kind of marquee products yes. that that interest me that get me excited that make for a great fun interesting video um that the majority of people will want to watch the other side of the reviews on the main channel are these more kind of quirky products so whether it's a, buying a cheap set from costco or whether it's buying the 250 pound box or 250 dollars box of golf balls because there's a story behind yeah. those videos like there's there's like a question mark to go are these Costco clubs going to be any good because of the price? And also the same question is, is this $250 golf ball going to be amazing because of the price? Well, and also as well, we, we kind of realised a number of years ago that reviews aren't really watched for the review. Now, obviously, sometimes they are. If you wanted to go out and buy a new car or buy a new iPhone or buy a new golf club, you may go onto YouTube and search for reviews. We've all done that for certain devices in the house or whatever it might be. But most people, if you get... 600,000 views on a set of ping irons. It's very... I'm not for one second thinking that 600,000 people want to buy those irons and they're watching your video because of that. They're watching it because they like golf clubs, they're interested, they want to see what they're like. Just, just a bit of entertainment, really. Yeah, I've got... Without doing any real market research, I think, like I say, a portion, a very, very small portion will be watching because they might be interested in buying those clubs. Yeah. But I do think a huge portion, you might be in this listening and watching, who just wants to know about new new equipment. Yeah. Or like I say, just wants to be entertained. Well, it's, it's a bit like Top Gear. If they're reviewing a Bugatti Veyron, it's $2 million. Very few people are buying that. And the guys that are buying it, I'm sure, aren't watching reviews on it. They're just going and buying it anyway. 
Uh, but equally, sometimes Top Gear might review a, a Ford Focus or, you know, a more affordable, realistic car that people might be watching to actually genuinely go and buy. And that's that balance. <laughs> that's where they'll drive it off a cliff. <laughs> y- yeah, exactly. So, so we found that we were stopping doing as many of those videos that are the more kind of generic everyday product because often as well, there's not a massive story there, is there? So there's not always something that we... Because we only really put two videos on your main channel per week. Maybe it's a Break 75 and something else. So however that looks... The amount of clubs that are coming out all the time, it's very hard to, to film them, put them on the channel, and almost, without being kind of rude to the brand of the product, like justify putting them on the main channel, really. So that's where because, the new channel sits. Well, it, it, takes, it takes time to obviously film, and, and also, if we were to, realistically, if we were to put every single club review on the main channel, it, 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 the big videos that have the potential to really kind of go huge would get lost. Well, and, and that's it. And also, we know again, and, and people listening might want to comment below on the video of, of this podcast and telling us what part of Rick's main channel is your favourite. But we know that some people are subscribers for coaching, some are subscribers for club reviews, and some are subscribers for kind of entertaining golf videos, whether that be vlogs, Break 75s, playing with Nick Faldo, whatever that might be. Some people are subscribers for all three or whatever that looks like. But equally, there is a po- we definitely know there's a percentage of people who just don't care about golf clubs. They've got an old set of clubs, they have a new set of clubs, but they don't care about equipment that much. They just want to watch you having fun and learning and get better at golf, whatever it might be. So this new channel means that we've got a place to put a lot more club reviews. There still will be some on the main channel, which we'll come on to, but there's another and a designated place for a lot more club reviews. So to find this wonderful... Um, oasis of club <laughs> reviews that are coming in the future search rick shields golf reviews what a name what well, that took us a while to come yeah, up with that genuinely, it, did. Actually, <laughs> genuinely we sat down and had we had like a, a working lunch and came up with this this channel name we've got a new green logo because mm-hmm. why not golf is green um a, a big coming soon banner and considering we have literally just tweeted about it once in kind of a cryptic tweet that people thought was a scam, but it isn't. And also a YouTube community post. The channel has already got 14.4 thousand followers, subscribers. Come and join early. So yeah, content will be coming on there soon. It probably now will be early next year. Uh, but if we can blow that channel up and get, you know, who knows, 100,000 subscribers by Christmas, that'd be great. Um, but again, it, it, just to reassure everybody, it's not the fact I'm going to be taking content off my main channel and putting on here. This is content that just would have never been made, yeah. would it? It's like a B-side to some yeah. degree. That this content that's going to go on this channel would have been content that just never would have seen the light of day because we had nowhere really to put it. And I know people listening and watching might not quite understand how that would work, but believe us, I know a little thing or two about this YouTube platform. So that's kind of where we're now directing all of our YouTube it, reviews. It's, it's a win-win for everyone. Let me let me explain. If you're not a fan of Rick Shields, it's fine. Nothing changes, really. <laughs> if you are a fan of the main channel and don't want it to change, good, you're in luck. Nothing's going to change. If you're a fan of Rick Shields, but you want more videos, more club reviews, you're getting them. Yep. So it's not like anything's going to change other than there's more content. And if you don't want that content, don't subscribe, but please do subscribe. Yep, so... We're going to be building something pretty special for it. We're going to be making, we're going to go all out. But those videos, like I say, will be coming kind of middle of Jan, maybe end of Jan, but jump in there early. Now, as Guy just mentioned, right now is actually equipment hot season. I wish we'd come up with this idea a couple of months early because we could have got this set up. However, <laughs> um, some of the big reviews that are going to be coming out soon. So new um, Shame Afraid <laughs> drivers yeah. and new... Halloway drivers, and ding and ding drivers. And I think dings are going to be good. 
bit of a copy off a ping, but still. <laughs> and the Flobras are all going to be coming to the main channel very soon. So contradicting what we've just said. But no, we're not. No, because but then the three big, woods. Big, 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 big main content will be coming on the main channel. But then things like the three woods, the irons, irons maybe, wedges. wedges, putters, some different balls. It, an example of this is we, we got sent some new um, blades of the day from a brand. I won't say what they are, but some new blades that look absolutely awesome. Flame of Shade. Yes. But um, they don't look drastically different and they won't be different that much to the old version so that wouldn't always justify a main channel review because firstly not many people go out and buy blades and secondly you know realistically what is the story when it's a new set that aren't that much different to the old set but for the new channel that's still a nice video yeah. it's these are the new irons what they look like giving people you know the people my opinion care. and not yeah a lot of people care about knowing what the latest gear yeah. you've got no intention of how much they cost what spec do they come in and again these aren't infomercials i'll still hit them and tell you if they're good or bad i'll tell you if i like them or don't like them i'll tell you who they're aimed for and who they're not aimed for so all of that will still get covered um but like i say it'll just be wrapped up on a new channel you know what i saw this weekend that was the most bizarre comment i've ever seen and i want to address it now because it really actually almost upset me so sometimes we get conspiracy theories on the channel which is is, is fine you're going to get that when somebody's got a, a large following i saw a comment on a video and this person said something along the lines of i bought the cobra driver because rick shields said it was a good one which you did on several of the new drivers that they brought out and then he said however i was then disappointed when he said in his podcast he was paid to say that what yeah it was the most bizarre thing because first of all and obviously rick is not paid by any of the brands to say their stuff is good or bad or indifferent obviously it's all independent reviews but what but having said that i can understand or i can i can get my head around the fact that some people who are a bit you know idiots would want to put that out there and say oh rick gets paid to say that which again obviously we know is not true but you're going to get that you're going to get some haters but somebody had genuinely said that you'd said that in a podcast, an hour, on our podcast. And I was trying to think to myself, right, there must be some way... Clubhouse that... members unite. I know, but Have I ever said that in a podcast? Not, but I was trying to think to myself, what could it be that you've said that they've somehow got mistaken or twisted? There's literally... I got it. What was it? And that makes sense. Go on. When I said <laughs> I'm sponsored by Echo, they've obviously heard of Cobra. Yes. <laughs> That's what they've done. Oh, when I said I'm sponsored by Top Trace, they have oh, Cobra. Yeah, there you go. Who knows? Um, weird, you got, I've actually only screenshotted one of them, actually, because in that little vloggy thing as well, I talked about how I'm trying to run 100 kilometers this month, on not all in one go, but broken down through the month. And I, I'd said in the video, I did 50, 50 minute, four seconds. How polarizing that time is. The really? amount of people, that's, honestly, the amount of people that said, um, 50 minutes for a, for a 10k you need to work on your fitness i can't believe how slow that is no they've not said honestly that. and then other people have said wow t uh, anytime you can break 50 minutes or near 50 minutes for a 10k um you know you're doing really well that's nonsense the first time isn't it i always think i saw loads of them really? loads about, about of being them slow loads of them Honestly, I'm not joking. I'll have to, I've only got one screenshot there. But I'll have to find some more. I have a rule of thumb, and people, again, if you're a hardcore runner, the, this, these times won't impress you. But if somebody can run a 5K in 25 minutes and therefore a 10K in 50 minutes, that's like, a, I would say in golfing terms, that's like probably breaking 83. Mm. Like it's a, de you, know, yeah. you know, your decent standard. For a non-runner. Yeah, if you're a serious runner, like proper people can do like a 10K in half an hour. Like if you're a serious, serious runner. So I'm that's not, not a, I'm not only getting my golf critiqued now, I'm getting my I think there are people, critiqued. man, you up. 
Because also, people actually that fast that 50, me- 50 minutes is bad. They wouldn't be the kind of people that would laugh at that time. They'd say, well done for running. I've got two new ideas, okay? Number one, I'm quitting. Yeah. Video title. Running. Running. Yeah, nice. Like, come in and go, oh, guys, I'm just not running fast as I could have done. Or we go all out, fourth channel, Rick Shields runs. Ooh, okay. Rick's running, yeah. running Rick. That's nice. That. <laughs> and then we could have, like, break 50. <laughs> yes. I like that. <laughs> Coming soon. Make sure you subscribe. Um, right, I've got a quick one for you. I've got a game show for you later on. You've not got a game show for me. I have. I've got a game. I've got, after last week's episode, and you gave me a fantastic game show, I've got a game show for you later on. can you turn your mic on, please? Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Who's Matt? Matt's not here. You there, Matt? Matt, don't you dare talk. Matt, talk, please. <laughs> talk. <laughs> Hello? Matt. Right, Matt. Um, did Rick make this game that's coming later on, or did you do it for him? Don't forget who, uh, who you work for, Matt. Yes, he came up with it. <laughs> wow Rick, well, that, got that, away was, from Matt's head. that was very very convincing Matt but uh, I, I appreciate it, it was 50 quid you were going to send me wasn't it yeah, I think yeah. So. thanks for supporting the, the, uh, the game show um, so I've got that coming up very soon excited okay um, also just very very quick and the last thing I'm going to talk about me and my game um, I'm teased in the video that's new fifth channel Rich okay. me and my game <laughs> 
Oh my god, I love it. And then we could do Spanish versions of all these channels. Oh yeah. Um, I in the video I mentioned that I'm playing against a big, 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 big name by the end of the month, and people were guessing. People some, were saying me. Some, <laughs> Someone some said them, me. <laughs> loads of people were saying loads of guesses. Let me have, let me read a few. Some people few. saying Peter Finch. Some people said me. Um, so the list at the moment, there's there's hundreds of comments. Let's see. So a lot of people guessing Rory. Yeah. A lot of people guessing Fitzpatrick. Rory's too big of a name. <laughs> uh, Luke Donald, Peter Finch. Nope. Guy Charnock. Yep. Um, but I don't believe I've seen a comment that's actually guessed the player. Um, no one said Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of Fitzpatrick, oddly enough. Um, so yeah, Adam Sandler. That'd be quite. I good think fun. this person though is a good person because even though people aren't guessing him. Is that big oh, of a oh oh someone's someone guessed it. it? Is yeah. that big of a name that you could never disappointed? Like, say if you said, I don't want to name someone's name now because it's a bit mean, but I'm playing a massive match against somebody, and then it ended up being somebody else. It's like, oh, a bit of an anticlimax. This person is not gonna, I don't think, upset many people. Yeah, I've seen one, and also, uh, by the way, have you actually booked in yet? This is kind of an off cap. Is it any more developments on this? Actually being locked in for a date. Well, or? that's why I'm, I'm saying potentially because it's like not fully, fully. But it's, it's close. 93%. It's, it's, it feels like it's locked in the sense of he wants to do it. It's just yeah. getting that date nailed. Yeah, on, we've got it? room between two dates. Okay. So, yeah, it should happen. Um, Will you win? If he, if I start 10 under par, I've got more you, of a you chance. You know what's now. mad with the 10 under par format? This is why it's exciting because if said person plays okay and shoots four under, let's just say, you've then got to shoot six over, which you, you can obviously do. If he plays amazing and you play amazing, that's also very close. But equally, if you have a bad day and he has an amazing day, there could be a massive difference. Yeah. Well, that would also, that sounds weird. I reckon that's going to be a class video to see how well this guy 100%. can go. I, I feel like at the moment, the, the players I've played against, Tommy, Westwood, Adam Scott, um, and even uh, Frank Kennedy, the young, the really young uh, lad who's off plus whatever, six, um, none of them have shot the lights out. No. Have they? They've all kind of shot around level par. Yeah. Um, so it would be really interesting to see somebody just go, Stupid low, but the ones on where he shoot, they're shooting around level par, typically hard golf. Oh yeah, they're well, really they? hard. Days so you're as even well. going to be, sounds silly. You're going to be fairly happy to break like an eight two I mean. on some of these courses if you're not playing obviously as well as you can do. Yeah, um, but it just goes to show, friend of the show, Tommy Fleetwood won this weekend. Uh, is that three times in South Africa? He loves He's it. He's won there. that one back to back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was emotional finish. He he was very very. Um, overcome with emotion because i think he's for his own account i don't think he's been playing the golf that he's been wanting to play over the last mm. couple of years so the fact he's managed to get a nice win in 2022 i'm sure that'll spark his golfing um comeback not that it needs to come back but he's doing pretty good you know what's mad though when you think of golfers like how good tommy has been and how good of a career he's had and, and i'd love him to win a major um i'd love him to win the open certainly when it's at like a, a birkdale or something or royal liverpool but like it's hard to win a major, isn't it? And there's lots and lots of golfers who will win multiple PJ Tour events, European Tour events, and not go on to win a major. And you do want to make the more you think about it, and you know these guys are playing for twenty years, sometimes on tour, sometimes longer. Like how, when you get that first major win, that must be a massive relief. Like a Fitzpatrick now. Oh yeah. He must have so much more confidence in not only that he's done it, he's beat the best in the world, and he's gone on that Sunday and won a major, and actually won a major. It's not been handed to him, like. That must be not only the feeling of the winning, but the feeling of like, 
the tension was just go and yep. you're just like right that's done i can just go on and get more now but then that, but that's it you then continue to push on more don't you yeah well and i think that's the thing though like that hunt for more must be more exciting when it's not that hunt for getting your first because yeah. that first one certainly if it's takes quite a while to get to that point. It must be such a relief. Mm. On the other side, I think it could be a negative. I mean, Tiger obviously wasn't affected by this, but winning one so young. Because I've heard YouTubers say that sometimes if you start a YouTube channel and get quite a viral video quite early on, that can be quite bad because although it can, it can catapult you into a level of fame, it can get you almost chasing that almost perfection that isn't always obviously achievable. Whereas if you win a major so young in your career, so early in your career, could that almost have sometimes some yeah, negative effect? I think? think so, definitely. I mean, you could say that's a bit where Rory was at. Potentially. He won four majors really early on and obviously had a bit of a dry patch since. It's like the pressure kind of... that. Must, I, I can't comprehend how he's not won. Considering where he's placed in those majors for however many times as well. Actually, looking at this though, this Tommy Fleetwood win, he, he did win the tournament last time it was played. But the last time it was played was 2019. All right. And that was his last win. He's actually not won for three no. years. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That was his last tour win. Wow. So um, no wonder he was overcome with emotion. Um, and also, there's a big match coming up, which I'm ex really excited to see. Uh, we're going to see Tiger Woods back on the golf course again before the end of the year. Will he be in a buggy? Does that play a big part? No, I just wonder if he's going to be in a buggy. I'd imagine so. It doesn't offend me. I just didn't know. So it's Tiger and Rory McIlroy. Facing off against Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas. That will be some match. Under the lights. So it's at night? It's at night. They're going to light the golf course up. Do you think golf needs more stuff like this? Yeah, I do. I would watch that. Yeah. I, I will watch that, definitely. And even if I don't maybe watch it all live, I'll certainly be watching highlights. Because it's like 18 holes. They'll have good commentary. I'm sure you'll have like Niles Barkley doing commentary and not... Charles Barkley, not <laughs> no, Niles Barkley. The singer. <laughs> That'd be quite I'm crazy. <laughs> um, you'd get, yeah, uh, who did I say then? Charles Barkley doing the commentary and a few other things, and it feels like it's a real kind of event. Mm. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that, actually. No, I, I think you're right. I think anything that is a little bit different and that can get you excited to watch. And I think sometimes, like we've said how, with, when, with majors, it's good to watch a major because at the end of it, there's going to be a winner of, like when Cameron Smith won the Open, he's won that forever. The 150th Open, he's now a major champion. But equally, on the flip side, things like this, obviously in, in six months' time, you probably forget who's won this match. Yeah. But it's okay. Like, it's in the moment, it's exciting. I think the more variety in golf, I do think it is it is good for the game. And I feel like those four names I just mentioned are, are the kind of real pin-up boys for the PJ Tour right well, now, Do you aren't think they? Liv will do stuff like this then going forward, where they might handpick their best players to create one-off matches? Well, they've got Oh, a big window now of time off. When does it start again? I'm sure it's February. Right. So, so it's not actually massive because they've got to get, try and get 14 events in next year. Wow. So it's going to be a lot busier, I think, a schedule than what they've had this year. Because was it 10 this year or 8? I can't quite remember, I think but it was definitely 10. less this year um, than there's going to be next. So if you think 14, in, in and I think the season's from February till maybe September, it's like one every other week, really. This will be the year where it really kind of embeds itself in, won't it? Well, I heard a rumour, and I, again, I don't know how true it is. It's like they're trying to get seven more real big names. Wow. Who could that be? I feel like that's the exciting bit when they announce these names, like you've mentioned before yeah, on the podcast, but I feel like it kind of then dies off. There was an interesting question. Um, in fact, I saw it on uh, Henny's Instagram. Okay. Who works for Sky Sports? She was there with Zane Scotland, who we've had on the podcast before. And someone asked, Do you think the PJ Tour and Liv can coexist? Co and, you know, for someone who's 
working at Sky Sports, who's obviously had such a connection with the players. She's mm-hmm. really good friends with Tiger and stuff. She said, yeah, I do think it will do. It's like, I'm, whether it will do or not, but it's like, I wonder if it will. I wonder if there will be some sort of connection at some point. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because they do feel like totally separate entities, don't they? So separate. But Enemies. Yeah. I've got, a each qu- other. I've got a couple of questions for you on Facebook. So, um, just a note on this, I feel a bit guilty sometimes because we ask for f- uh, questions on Facebook in the group, the Rick Shields Golf Show podcast group. Join it if you're on Facebook. If you're not on Facebook, don't join it. Um, that's fine. Okay, it? yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously we get lots and lots of questions. We, we massively appreciate them all. Sometimes it's ones um, that we have already answered before. Sometimes it's ones that are silly. Somebody said before, what colour should I paint my living room, Rick? So, orange, yeah, obviously. Orange. Um, so if you ask I don't them, even like orange. Green for the new channel. Green for the new channel. Um, so his wife goes, Martin, why are the walls green? What do you mean? What a stupid question. What do you mean, stupid question? Why are the walls green? What, what, it's a ridiculous question. I don't know why it's a ridiculous question. Well, it is a ridiculous question because Rick Shields' new channel has got a green banner. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, it is a stupid it. question. My got bad. It. Um, anyway, two that I've, I've picked out and we will get through. I think maybe one day we'll have like a chilled out Friday special. We'll just go through a load of random questions. Okay. Maybe for beer. You can have a beer. What beer would you have? You can have one. You can have I've really got back into lager. Have you? Yeah, really badly. Like a lager really badly. Really badly. <laughs> I thought this morning when I saw you walking in with um, some Frosties and then you were using Stella as milk. It was a bit weird. Yeah, but I've, I've got much more into back, back into lager again. What, what, that Mandry one, if it's called. I like that one that looks Madry. like you. Everyone says that. Yeah, I like Estrella. I like, yeah, I like any. any anything, anything wet. <laughs> Guy. Anything, anything wet that goes down my throat. Anyway, wow, bit of blue for the dads. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, okay. fads, I've got a, a question here. Would you? Uh, this is from Dylan. Get my ones I'd ready. Would you? Would you rather <laughs> never be able to have a Guinness ever again, or never be able to have a sausage roll ever again? Oh, you'd be wanting the Guinness, wouldn't you? Yeah, I could live without sausage rolls. I couldn't live without Guinness. Even though I'm now all about lager. <laughs> Anything alcoholic. Um, okay, so um, I also feel a bit it. flummoxed when we have these little innuendos and then we have to carry on. I feel like I need a little... A little minute. Just to assess. Uh, yeah, okay. Right, anyway, <laughs> Neil has said, if Rick could steal any video from another creator, what would it be and why? So I'm going to put a little caveat on this. He said any creator. I'm going to say golf creator. Okay. I'm going to say steal. I'm going to say... Do so. What I mean is, has there ever been be a video? By. Well, not not even so much being because I think if you be inspired by, it, you could still do it and just put a twist in it and maybe acknowledge that creator and say, "I'm doing this video." Blah blah blah. You might have seen Peter Finch's or whatever. That this is similar, but I'm thinking a video that a golf YouTube has done where you almost wish you could do that thing like Men in Black where you press a button and and it's all forgotten about, but then you do that exact video. So it's that good. You wish you'd done it first, but you can never really copy it. And only golf creators. We'll try both, but well, I think golf creators make sense because we're a golf channel and a um, YouTube channel and a running channel. I'd probably go with the most viewed golf YouTube channel ever, golf video ever. I might make a me and my golf one or something. Okay. Yeah, golf made simple. Would you really? Yeah. yeah. It's not reinventing the wheel, wheel, but it's a massive, massive, massive video. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. I don't know. I, I can't. There's nothing that's. That's jumping out at me. I suppose because a lot of the good golf videos, you could, if it's somebody playing the old course, you could yeah. do that, um, which we obviously have done. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything? Because no one's ever done anything with Tiger, have they properly? No. Because I'd, I'd steal that one. Um, yeah, what would be a, a one that I'd want to kind of 
steel? Don't know. I think the thing is with with golf creators, it's, it's often certainly the way it's going now with the new channels that are coming through. It's not always the idea. Cause a lot of the ideas, and this isn't being rude, aren't crazy. But it's the camaraderie they have. It's the personalities, and that's not something you could just you could just borrow, is it? That's just different no. styles. Uh, uh, um, yeah, I, I don't think there is one that massively copy. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Keith, Keith has said, "What clubs brackets not brand are an absolute must to have in your bag?" So obviously we can't go putter because clearly you need a putter. Do you think there's a must for for every gun? This is the difficult thing from a, a plus five handicapper to a thirty handicapper. I do believe that every golf should have a lob wedge in the bag. Mm-hmm. I do, I just think there's. Not that every golfer should use it loads and loads, but there are certain times on a golf course where loft, you need loft, loft to get over something, friend. to get over a bunker, um, you know, to get out of trouble, whatever it may be. Because um, all the other clubs, you could kind of live without, you, you don't really need a driver to play golf. You don't really need other clubs to play golf. Like say, you need a putter. But I do think a club that a plus five handicapper that a tour pro would use, plus someone brand new to the game would still benefit from would be a lob wedge. Something like a, a 58 or 60 degree lob wedge. I think they that that's a club that I think, even if it doesn't have to be expensive, it can be cheap. Even if it's 30 quid from Sports Direct or something, just something that, that's going to get you up and over things. Question, another question, this is my own question for you. Probably a difficult one to answer because it's a bit of a, a broad question. But at the minute, I've got, as we speak, 16 clubs in the bag, right? I've got driver three, wood, they don't go. And then I've got a two iron and or a seven wood and or three iron. And normally it's my three iron that goes in the bag because I like it off the tee. If I need to just hit an iron off a tee, it works. It's easy enough to still get off the floor if I'm on like a nice fairway. The two iron off the tee is like a bullet, but off the fairway, it's very difficult to hit. Yeah. The seven wood is incredibly easy to hit, but goes insanely high to the point where I think if I was hitting that shot, win into the face, I don't know where it would go. Do you think, obviously I'm very fortunate that I've got those golf clubs. Do you think more people, more amateur golfers should have like maybe 15 or 16 clubs that they can like flick between or is just get one set and just get to know that set? I certainly think there's an advantage if you travel and play a different golf course all the time. Or if you play in a golf course, that the conditions change a lot. Yeah. So if you're at a Lynx golf course and, and one day it's no wind, and you might think, well, actually, today I might benefit from the seven wood. I might benefit from that height to get it to land on the hard greens. Where sometimes as soon as you wake up or you get out of the car and it's like, oh, God, it's really windy today. Well, that seven wood's redundant. Yeah. So I wouldn't say it's a bad option. You see a lot of the good players do, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't change too many clubs in the bag. Like I say, around that, area of your clubs where you go from woods that are, that are definitely in the bag you drive a three wood pretty much into that kind of middle section of a, mm. of a hybrid or a seven wood or a three iron or a two iron they can be very interchangeable because i feel like it's quite a confusing time now even for me and certainly i'm guessing for golfers because there was a spell in probably 2004 five where it was almost like you have a driver you have a three wood and we've now brought all these new things called rescues or hybrids where you get one of those and then you have your irons. And that was kind of like the, the go-to set for amateurs and even for tour pros. Well, I'd almost go back as even just saying it was it was driver three wood, five wood, yeah. then irons, then yeah, a putter. exactly. And obviously we know a long time ago there was more longer irons, but now it feels like it's a mixture. And if you look at tour pros, you see this and if you see it right through to amateurs where you get people who have driver three wood, that's pretty much a staple. But then you've got five woods, seven woods, nine woods becoming a thing. You've still got hybrids. They're still a thing. You've got, obviously, people now using a bit more two irons. You've then got these kind of chunkier, crossovery, vibey two iron, three irons. It's almost, and it's good things. There's more choice, and obviously you should get fitted and find out what works for you. But there's a lot to kind of negotiate, isn't there, yeah, really? Yeah, there is. There is. And then and then you dive into the world of different putters. Mm-hmm. Like, back in the day, it was pretty 
obvious. Well, yeah. I have that type of butter. It's a blade. Now you've got different heads. You've got different necks. You've got different lofts. You've got different shafts. You've got different grips. You've got different everything on a putter, haven't you, really? Yeah. Um, so that department's changed an awful lot as well. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If you can afford not to, never trade in a putter. It's the one club. I think driver, yeah, you've had a nice tailor-made that's lasted you five years. You want the new one. You want the new Callow, whatever. Trade it in. Get some money for it. Sell it to a friend. Give it away, whatever it might be. But with a, Take it to your local driving yeah, range and try and give it to someone over the counter. It, yeah. <laughs> but with a putter, I just think there's so many putters I've sold before, which I probably needed to do so in order to buy the new one. But... I wish I hadn't got rid of them. Yeah. Because you can just go, I did it a little while ago, which was a bit silly, but it made sense. I'm using a tailor-made spider, which I loved to bits. Had a couple of weeks, it just wasn't feeling right. Went back to an old blade that I used, weirdly quite liked, but then went back to my spider. It was like, ah, it was like a comfy old pair of trainers. Yeah. So without having my old one, I couldn't have done that. And sometimes, as silly as it sounds, you need a round of golf with a different club, a different putter in particular, to then go back to yours. And that's why I love this putter. Yeah, you're right. I've just... Got one quickly. Go Billy on. Wilson's put, hi, guys. I got a message on YouTube yesterday. Is this genuine? If so, what do I do? Uh, is it okay. a scam one again? And it's, it's this is the message. It's from an account called Message Me on Telegram app. Mm. Great fan. You are among the shortlisted winners. Use the above name to acknowledge your prizes. Mm. That is not me. It's not genuine there are a lot of spams scammers whatever you want to call them in the comment section now on youtube it's very very frustrating unless it comes from my verified youtube account it isn't from me yeah it's frustrating i think sometimes youtube really needs to do something about it but but what i'd find difficult to do is 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 how they almost can because all i say all these people are doing I'm sure a lot of people watching have seen the examples of this. Did you take your picture, which I suppose is very hard to stop because anyone can set up a new YouTube account and just put a picture on. The name isn't even always Rick Shields, is it? It's just plus four for some random WhatsApp number. And then they just ruthlessly comment on all our comments. So what we typically do once a video goes live, I'll spend time finding these comments and blocking them. Yeah, I do um, the same. We spend do loads of it. Yeah, but it's just very... So I don't want to laugh at people that do get fall for these scams because there's so many going around the world now and, and they are um, getting more and more believable I get them all the time emails off YouTube off Apple your, or Netflix your subscription's ending click here and you actually click on the link I'm sorry you click on the email address and it's like 12345 at live.com it's clearly not Netflix yeah. but they're getting more and more uh, believable so yeah, please I don't want to laugh be wary. at people, but please, please be wary. If you see, not that it's your job watching or listening, but if you see somebody getting commented to and you're, you've got two minutes, just maybe comment and say, watch out, John, this guy's a scam. We were also on that. We're on that all the time, yeah. but just in case we miss it or whatever. You can police it. Yes. Um, can we do the game show? Yes, one please. more question. No, I'm, I'm good. Right. Game show. Ready? <laughs> this is... <laughs> This is golf course or false course. Oh, Matthew, you pulled it out of the bag. Sorry, Rick, you pulled it out of the bag. Rick, you pulled out of the bag. Rick, okay. Thanks. Okay, Rick. Thanks, Matt. So do you know the answers? It's just me playing. Uh, well, you will know the Oh, not. Matt, what do you do with this slide? <laughs> <laughs> I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. I've got Full it, screen it. it, and then... I know what I'm doing. I've made this. Yeah, you, you don't have yeah. to worry about me. I just don't really know how to do it that much. Anyway, I think that works. Okay, right, you ready? Okay, <clears throat> so it's the same format 
Let's just go through this case you went here last week. You only read out a list. Is it 10? There's 10 names. Of a golf course or it's a false course. Yeah. If this golf course exists. And I say it's real. Yeah. I get a point. Yes. If I get incorrect, you get a point. Yeah. Okay. You ready? So you've got the answers there. Yeah. Okay. You ready? Go. Yeah. This is good. This I've done a really good job on this quiz. Really I must have. admit, I've excelled. You've got music together. You've got a slide. Listen, you, think I'm, you think I'm just out there hitting balls and practicing all day and I'm not. How wrong I was. Okay. You ready? Yes. Dismal River Golf Club. Dismal. Dismal be, means bad. Dismal River. I want to go. That is da, 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 a golf course. Ding, 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 ding. It is a golf yes. course. One nil to Guy. Well done. Okay. Well done. Going okay. Whitewash here. Go. Spooky Brook Golf Club. Sounds believable. So I'm going to go for not real. False course. It is a golf course. Oh. <coughs> Spooky Brook Golf Club. Imagine being a member there. It, it, it does. That's the, it kind of sounds like it could be real, but it also, yeah, it's not like a mini golf course. Okay, ready? Yeah, hit me. I think you're, you, there's a few listeners. I might be a member of this one, actually. I was going to say you then, but that's a bit offensive. I might be a member of this one. <laughs> okay. Chopper's Lake Golf Club. No way. False course. That is a false course. Yes. So 2 1. Okay. It, I don't know if this one's uh, family friendly, Matt, this next one. You ready? Yeah. Is this a golf course? Devil's Knob. Devil's Knob. Devil's Knob. I feel like a Devil's Creek vibe. Um, Devil's Knob. I'm going to go for no. It's a false course. It's a golf oh course. Oh, my God. <laughs> Devil's... Where is Devil's Knob? Who who knows if I've it's done the research? Like... Uh, right. <laughs> Matt, you can't do this one. <laughs> What do you mean, Matt? These are I yours. Rick. Uh, when, I, when I did this, I must have been a bit drunk. You ready? It might be real. Oh, bloody hell. If this might one's be. real. If this one's real. Okay. Okay. Crusty End Golf and Country Club. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Crusty End. Okay. Please okay. be real. Please be real. Because if it is, we're doing a break 75 there. Um, I want to take a trip to Crusty End because it's a real golf course. It's not a real oh, golf course. Rick. What's the uh, scores on the door so far? We can't count. That was your job. Oh, give me a minute. You got that one right. One. You got that one wrong. One all. I forget. Okay. <laughs> um, What's the scores, Matt? I wasn't. I was focusing on pressing oh, the buttons. What the hell? <laughs> you, had, you had one job in this quiz. <laughs> uh, anyway, don't know what we're going to do here. I think I'm winning. Okay. That's how Rick plays golf. <laughs> what did you get there? I think it was a par. You ready? Yep. Niblix View. Niblix View. That's so fake. That's not a golf course. That is a false course. Well done. So easy, that one, Rick. That's Matt, easy. Rick. Okay, you ready? Yeah. I can't believe <laughs> Kissing Camels Golf Course. Kissing, Kissing Camels Golf Course. I'm going to go for it. True, it's a golf course. It is a golf I've course. I've got to have pulled this back here. It is a golf course. How many Ready? left? Uh, two. Okay. Needle Town Golf Club. That sounds so fake because it's just too easy. Needle Town fake. False. Yes. Oh, False. He's come back and he's demolished it. Now I get, now I get a point for that. Matt, come <laughs> on. You had one job all weekend. You had one bloody job. You ready? Yeah. By the way, you hiding this with laptops so I can't see because even if it was up, I couldn't see. It's really like secretive, that laptop. Yeah, but. The next slide is telling me if it's real or not. And it's colour coordinated. All right. But I still couldn't see. I mean, so you don't know. Yeah, but the reflection. Oh, okay, yeah. That's that. Yeah, okay. Did you see that then? No, I don't see anything. But okay. you did see that. I didn't. I can't yeah, see did. it. 
Oh, I can now. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, but I can't. I'm not looking. Go on. Which one did I just do? I don't know. A needle pine or whatever. No, right. no. Whatever. You ready? Next one. Dead Horse Lake. I'm gonna go Dead for real. Horse Lake. The real golf course. That in it is a real golf Arizona. course. Arizona. It is a real golf course. Ready? Yeah. Shaking Hills Golf Club. Sounds too standard. Fake. It's fake. Oh, I'm just destroying this. And that's it. So Rick. I think I got, got seven there. Rick got, um, yeah. So I think Rick got seven. Guy got three. No. So Rick wins, I think. How I think. Did, how does that work? <laughs> <laughs> I no, came, I, think, I saw, I conquered. I think you won that one. So in the in the game, in the the match of game shows, it's one all. So we've both won a game. I've made a game. So I get an extra point for making a game. Um, I kept the score of our games. We get an extra another point for that. So I've made a game, won a game, kept score of a game. You've but because now you're cheating, you get disqualified by two points. Wow! So it's one all. Okay. Uh, are you going next week? I'll go next week, and I will. Um, I'll do something good. Okay, might be a slightly different vibe though. We are ba- massively uh, taking inspiration from Ellis James and John. Robinson. Even that? Here. No, it's just a kind of concept of made up games. But um, that's fine. He, he said we can. He's I a like fan. It. Um, well, thank you very much for listening, watching, subscribing. Make sure you do subscribe to this podcast channel if you've not done already. Uh, when I shouted out last week, we had a influx of new subscribers so thank you so much don't forget now we've got three channels main channel rich shields golf whatever it's called um podcast channel and then rich shields golf reviews go and subscribe to all three if this video gets two thousand likes we'll also make rich shields running channel we'll make it we'll put content on there and then five thousand likes we'll get rich shields only fans right thanks for listening everybody (laughs) peace out and we'll see you next week that's a good episode yeah, it was decent. Though. I think that was really good. That yeah, was the thank best you one we've done. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Golf course or golf course? <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.